Welcome to X of Words, a new podcast for the new status quo, created for and by X Twitter. Every episode, a new guest picks a new question for a shotgun quick listen chat. One question, two voices, 10 minutes. Hello, welcome to X of Words again. Uh, and our guest this episode is Leon McKenzie for the second time. Good to have you back, mate. Thank you very much for the re-invite. <laughs> always, always. Uh, and this episode's question is, what do we think is happening with Franklin Richards? Mm. So, with that, I am going to start the nine-minute timer now. Cool. All right. So, top top lines. Top lines. Hit me with the, hit me, hit me with the top. Um, Franklin Richards is more powerful than any omega level omega level mutant and he was never a mutant to begin with that's that's a fuckery (laughs) 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 so for for anyone who don't know that was the sound of leon spitting coffee back into a cup Um, it, it, it is it's like um it's it's a mess. How do you just rip someone's uh, like a massive part of the character's identity? He's been a mutant since day one for ages. Yeah, but what's he really done? I mean, let's look at the facts. How old is Franklin as a character? He come out nine, late sixties, sixty eight, sixty nine. Yeah, never aged. Member of Power Pack, um, and then he he wasn't even a new mutant. He was just then he was in, with his mum and dad in Fantastic Four. Then he sort of becomes a joint member, but there's always been future versions of Franklin Richards that comes back to present day to help us through certain pivotal moments. Days of Future Past. He was in um, time and time again with the Avengers. I mean, the man was 500,000 years into the future. It was him and Groot still walking around doing things. I I never thought he was um, a mutant. It's like, so both his parents, obviously, for those who don't know, both his parents hit by cosmic rays, got amazing powers. But he was born with all these abilities. So everyone mistakenly said he was a mutant. But Odin and Freya had a child, and that was Thor. He's never been called a mutant. He's just been called a god. That's... Well, that's, yeah, it's a, it's a weird thing, isn't it? Because, like, the, the cosmic rays of his parents, he comes mm. out with abilities. You go, okay, this is cool. And then he ends up being a mutant, and he's an omega mutant, and you say, fine. Um, but is there's always just been a bit of a weird thing with him about where his positioning is because he always belonged to a bunch of different teams. Yeah, you had that like really uh, th- that really sort of landmark story with him and Kitty Pride, which tied him to mutants more. Yeah, but the thing the thing that got me with it was Franklin's story. Even though the sort of mutant mutanity. As, yes. uh, as Arnie would call it, if you don't know what mutanity is, check out check out episode one. Um, but even though, even though mutanity itself as is like a soft allegory for minority communities, mm. Franklin's story to me read so closely to like a gay trans experience of like he discovered that he was a mutant. His dad tried to intervene to keep him. Yeah, in the family unit, he tried to suppress his ex gene. All this stuff that so closely ties mm. to parental intervention and trying to make you in what they you're trying to make you what they think you should be. And then, like, you've got the Krakoa thing, which is him finally accepting the mutant part of himself and embracing it, and snatched like 
completely snatched. And I, I was like, either Dan Slot wanted to just completely clean the slate and start off with something different. But part of part of a character's identity, you can you can end storylines. Yeah. You can't end parts of a character's identity. I I think you can replace. I don't think the label is the important thing. So he could be a god or a celestial or a mutant. That's yeah. just the label. Franklin's journey will still be Franklin's journey. That's, I think, it's unshaken, it's unproven ground because we're not sure where Dan Slott's going to go. I've seen Franklin, yeah. I've read Franklin Richards being written like a complete imbecile. And then I've read him being written like a child who's entering his teen years and understands like, Christ, my parents were in a really bad way. I created a brand new universe, put them in it and then kept them in a ball, which I walked around with for a year. All right, that's, like, that's what he can do. I don't think we need to worry if he's a mutant any longer. I just want to okay. see if he does the same sort of journey, if he continues his journey. Will, right. he, will he remember the love of his parents? Will he remember the fun of both of his uncles and the friendships that he's built? And of course, the peer um, competition that he has with his sister. I think those are the important things to him. I. Yeah, no. <laughs> yeah yeah no uh, no I, I agree that like mm. in in solid character development yeah but when you're talking about super themes to just rip that away and but you're right you're right we don't know where the story's gonna go mm. and um it was just the un because the thing is i i'm i'm not opposed to characters changing and i think if you'd have handled like that whole idea of him not being a mutant anymore with a bit more sensitivity and a bit more time you could have told a really interesting story. Was it, what was the series that came out a couple of months? Was it X-Men versus Fantastic Four? Where they made oh, a, yeah. Where they made a big thing about him leaving Fantastic Four to, well, his parents' wing to go to Krakoa. Yeah. Uh, that's where you should have done that story. And you should have yeah. done it over four to six issues. It is an important thing, all right? And it is about a boy stepping out of his front door and finding people like himself... Yeah, right. that's where it should have been done. Doing it in one page, like I said to you earlier on, Dan Slot is not that writer to do that in one page. He doesn't forgive me because obviously he's doing a job that I desperately wish to do on a day to day basis. He's not. He's not the writer for it. He's not strong enough to do yeah. that. It's not a clever enough thing for him to get. And then you've got to stick. Now everyone's going to read it out of curiosity. Like, where do we go? Where do we go? He's either going to land it or he's going to completely fuck it to death. All right, so we just gotta wait to see what's going on. Do you know what I mean? Um, so the other sort of to tie back to what we spoke about in our last episode, mm. do we trust Professor X though? Because really, that whole that whole page lies on us trusting what Charles is saying, and and you, I, so for me, it's just it's crazy because one, I get the whole Krakow is for born mutants, right? Yeah. So he, the Crucible thing might be out because the Crucible is for people who were born mutants and lost their powers and yeah. he's the other way around. He was born human and gave himself m mutanity. Well, he, um, he gave himself... He he got himself read as a mutant, didn't he? Because he, as soon as he was born, he unleashed psychic abilities. So that's how powerful he is. That's not what mutants do. Do, yeah. we, do we trust Professor X or do we trust... Professor X to do what Moira told him to do because we don't know what Franklin's powers are. He may be um, a precog like Destiny, and the rule is you can't have a precog on Krakoa. Or 
I mean, or the other thing is, the, well, I totally forgot what I was going to say. So we got we got Destiny not allowed on the island, right? Oh, Moira yeah. Moira sits in her no room. Oh, yeah, because they wouldn't let they wouldn't let an Omega go like that. They can't just let Omegos go like that. They have this whole thing. The whole reason they wanted him there was because of how powerful he was and what he could do for Krakoa. Mm. So how the fact, how does, he just turns up and goes, ah, oh, no, actually, do you know what? Psych, and leaves. <laughs> Are they keeping him out of Sinister's hands? I, I don't know. I don't know, but I want him in the Crucible. If I'm honest, yeah. that's, cause, because you know what? We, we've seen them, if they can bring back and give Jamie braddock his powers back yeah and jamie has the most ridiculous omega power set of like just a it's reality warpers making other reality warpers so proteus is there making jamie yeah so so maybe you can replicate his powers i don't know but or is it too much this this is the whole thing because frank richards has no real power set like what can you do yes that's what he does <laughs> just does whatever he wants Whatever you need him to do. What can he do? Yes. <laughs> just, he does the lot. I think he... Yeah. Can he fly? Yeah, no, he can fly as well. No, he can fly. He can fly. fly. He can walk He always He always lets Valera walk. Yeah. <laughs> he never carries her nowhere. Why should he? <laughs> She's always standing on the curb looking stupid. <laughs> She's like, I'll see you in 10. <laughs> I've I got that girl if... taking the H12 bus every episode. <laughs> I think um, if Dan Slot is taking, that's, oh, oh, is that that's the timer. That's the timer. Here we go. If okay, Dan Slot right, is taking direction from Hickman, it will yep. make I will have more faith in the story. If it's Dan Slot just doing his own thing and Hickman just went, all right, cool. I see what you're gonna do. But then he does what the Russo brothers did with um, uh, Guys of the Galaxy, which is just sort of trim trim the fat, make him actually a better bunch of characters. Then he will probably do that. He goes, yeah, have a run for that. Do twelve issues. I'm going to come back and I'll fix it in one. That's right. You do what you need to do. <laughs> That's very true. Also, okay, I'm going to rush this one. Go for but it. Also, um, that Forever Gate isn't something to be... The Forever Gate is like a narrative... Like, it's, it's a, it's a catch-all. It's a fix-all. Yeah. And I don't think they would put that Forever Gate in there for no reason. It's like, oh, we've put in a massive door when you can go not, not only anywhere, but any when you oh. want. And also now we've just removed... Franklin's powers and I'm like well that's not going to stay that. that's not going to stay like that is it no he's going to he'll he'll have that emotional moment and it will burst out of him and then he'll be like I don't need to be a mutant anymore I've discovered myself and I'm now going to go with the other celestials that would be sad that would be sad in my mind I, I, I think personally Michael is that you know that moment where Doctor Doom is about to give him his powers back yeah. and he's about to give like because that was such a cliffhanger moment that gets walked away from yeah. and now you've got a door that can take you right back there I think there might be this, wiggle room yeah. I think they've to get up, back they've set up a lot of points where you can go maybe it's that maybe it's that maybe it's that yeah. but, I don't know. now I'm going to be watching and reading Franklin's um, story because I'm now slightly more intrigued about what's going to happen with him which is maybe the point there we go big selling point <laughs> And I think we're done. Ah, there we go. <laughs> uh, all right, bud. As always, massive, massive pleasure. Um, thank you for joining me. Thank you, anyone, for listening. I've been Ash. I've been Leon, and this has been X of Words. Bang. <laughs> Oh,
someone that choke someone I fit inside